Yeah, second episode of Jenny Style Tale on podcast, and today we're gonna talk about the sea archer. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a couple years since the sea archer came out, but uh, with all the other hoopla, when a new book comes out, it just becomes all about that book. So yeah, we want to go back to the roots. Hello everyone, it's Jenny's Tabble Tales, and I am Jenny Heckman. I am the award-winning paranormal romance author of the Heaven and Earth series, and this is my video blog slash podcast where we talk about all things writing, we talk about authors new and old, and we talk about their work as well as lifestyle. So I wanted to welcome you here today, and thank you so much for joining me. Sea Archer. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a couple years since the Sea Archer came out, but uh, with all the other hoopla, when a new book comes out, it just becomes all about that book. So yeah, we want to go back to the roots. Yeah, it's the one that made you known yeah. everywhere as an author. It's yeah. not your first published book, but... Well, second published book. Second published book, but yeah. that's the one that won you an award, Yeah, right? it sure did. Uh, Shanti Claire, uh, International Book Awards. Uh, I, it was fun. And actually, here's an interesting little tidbit. Uh, Shawnee Claire just came out with their next, uh, for, it's two years later, and, uh, and Warriors Progeny made the list, the long list for that. So And the Warriors Progeny, for those that don't know, it's book number two of the Heaven and Earth series yep. that was started with the Sea Archer. Yeah, that's exactly right. So uh, we're starting the new process with the, with the new book, but the old process, yeah, it went through the long list, the short list, the semifinals and yeah wound up winning so it was really exciting yeah. never never expected it i got to go to the award ceremony with my daughter paisley and uh uh really surprised <clears throat> really surprised and shocked got a nice big huge blue ribbon it was really fun and yeah she have pictures from there oh uh, there is oh i think i do have pictures somewhere hmm, should probably find we'll them. have to look for them yeah yeah um it was really fun. It was a great night, uh, very exciting. Haven't won anything before, so just, you know, for it to be a sec your second book, it got picked up with uh, Wild Rose Press with my second book, which was also a big honor, and um, which is a New York publisher. And um, yeah, so it, it was really an exciting time when that started working out and everything. So we'll see what happens with Warriors. Hopefully it will win an award too. We'll put it out there, and it will will channel and manifest it. <laughs> Please, little book gods, send some smoke. I don't know something. Smoke something. Anything that will help. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, it, and the word was for actual paranormal romance. So, um, it was. Uh, so the sea archer is a paranormal. It romance is, book. It is a paranormal romance book. So when uh, I wrote the first book, my first book, I was, uh, I had never done anything before and I self-published that book. When I was finished with it, I had been kind of bitten by the bug and I really, really loved the idea of writing. But everybody that were at the, that, everybody that was at the conferences and stuff that I was going to was saying uh, they wanted series. They wanted all these, you know, parts of the series and, and everything. So I started thinking about, oh, you know, what's the best kind of series to write? And the one thing I knew I did not want to do was vampires and werewolves because it was so overdone. There were some good movies, but yeah, yeah. I agree. It was kind of a lot. I mean, I still go back and watch some of them whenever yeah. I feel like watching something easy and fun and entertaining. And I mean, I love anything paranormal, sci-fi. Me and my husband, we are 
big into anything that's not normal. <laughs> <laughs> that's not normal. It's not terrible. Normal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, so, and I was kind of the same way and witches and things like that too. So I was looking for something a little bit different. And uh, I remember coming home uh, from the conference, uh, well, going back to my hotel uh, one night, and I just started I, I, three hours of just total brainstorming, trying to figure out, okay, what are some different things that interest me? What do I, what do I think would be a good thing to write about? And the Greek gods keep, kept coming up for me. Um, it was something that we learned, I understand now you learned a, a different way, it, uh, with your upbringing, but with us, it was kind of, I want to say it was middle school that we learned a little bit about the Greek gods and um, Greek mythology. And and I I really thought, oh, you know, you've got a little bit of magic, you've got a little bit of the whole mystical thing. Okay, so how do I want to do this? And I went back and forth, back and forth, and I decided I wanted them to have a foot in reality and a foot in the Greek world. So it needed to be um, something that was... Uh, where you had modern day and you had the Greek times. So, okay, well, what did that look like? And at the time, I didn't even know what Percy Jackson was. Hadn't, I, Paisley's the one that, I know, right? I should know that. <laughs> Paisley is the one that said, when I told her this, this whole idea of what I wanted to do, she goes, oh, it's kind of like Percy Jackson. I went, oh no, there's another one out there. <laughs> okay. So then I started looking it up and I was realized, oh no, this is a YA book. So I knew I didn't want that. I knew I wanted to write a couple sex scenes and I wanted it to be kind of a romance. So um decided, well, the gods have to be in trouble because they're so conceited. Why the gods <laughs> <laughs> they're conceited and arrogant and, you know, they're just, but they're also very, almost, the Greek gods are almost human. I mean, they're, they're almost like modern people. They get into trouble. They do the, they make the wrong choices. Well, I mean, if you, if you're like my husband, you think they're aliens from a different planet. But... <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, I, I think anything is possible. If you, if, uh, who are you to say it's not? Yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. Yeah. Until, until you prove to us without a shadow of a doubt that's not possible i mean well it's like another religion too in some ways there is people that really do believe in the greek gods and you don't want to like you know be disparaging I, on anything that they might believe well, in so we, it's, i believe in gods i believe in aliens i believe in god yeah <laughs> i believe in all of them because yeah. we're i mean we're not alone in this universe mm -hmm. i mean I, I hope people realize that and yes, if you're religious, yes, you think God created us. And God is a person. <laughs> We're not going to go into theology. Yeah, We're not going to go into theology. But, but, but uh, you know. Yeah. So, I, so when I was thinking about this, I wanted the gods to be in kind of some trouble. And I thought, oh, they're, because they're conceited and arrogant, they need to have their modern day, the, the, the abysmal uh, mortals have to be the ones to say. I mean, yeah, if you, if you believe in gods and if you read any Greek mythology, I mean, they were mating with humans and they had offspring and Hercules is one. And... Oh my gosh, they <laughs> Zeus was a man whore. <laughs> they were all man whores and whores. <laughs> Uh, there's actually a neat little story about Hera, which I, we're kind of talking about the sea archer, so we're veering off a little bit. But the but Hera, she uh, wanted to be known as a virgin, but of course she was not. So she would actually go take a bath in a, a body of water, and and they would um, and that was to cleanse her of her um, loose behavior, so she would become a virgin all over again. So uh, really, really interesting. So why is that? Well, here here's the funny thing, is that. 
we talk about the man portion, you said, and you were saying that the, the others were, but actually most of the women were virgins. Uh, Athena, Artemis, uh, big, huge, uh, they just, Hestia, uh, all of those, they, they did not want to partake in any of that. They wanted to keep themselves pure. So some of them were not that way. No, I'm not saying all. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, back to the sea archer, uh, the way that I came up with Apollo and Poseidon was because I, um, Poseidon and Apollo had, had uh, tried to go against Zeus and they went, it was with Hera and there was several of them that were trying to overthrow Zeus. And Zeus found out about it and he got really, really pissed and he threw um, Poseidon and Apollo down on earth and made them go be slaves to the king. Um, can't remember what the king of something start with an E, can't, can't think of it right this moment. But he made them build the foundation walls of Troy. And that's, so they were the foundation, I considered them like the foundation builders. And I was thinking, oh, okay, well, I'm starting a new series. I need a foundation, I need this, this thing. So I thought, oh, we need it to start with the two of them and their ancestors. So Raven, who is a singer, and uh, Finn, who is a marine biologist, uh, are the two main players in the Sea Archer. And then of course there's Dee Taylor, who is uh, Finn's grandmother, a 78-year-old crazy eccentric woman uh, who likes to wear really flashy moo-moos and floppy hats. So uh, that's kind of where it all originated and started. Uh, and well, actually, uh, with Apollo, I chose to do something a little bit different. He's known as the sun god, and I decided to make Apollo uh, one of, part of his other. So he's the god of music, light, sun, oracles, uh, medicine, all kinds of different things. And I decided to go with the music route as opposed to the sun route. And so I made Raven a singer. Uh, but originally she was going to be somebody that did solar panels. <laughs> She's not as glamorous, for sure. <laughs> not as glamorous, but she was trying to bring solar energy to Hawaii. And I believe Hawaii is trying to become a completely independent um, uh, energy source uh, place. So it, it kind of made sense that maybe it would go along with that. Well, she wanted to put these big turbines in the water, and of course, Finn being a marine biologist would not have wanted that, so there was gonna be some controversy there. And I felt like maybe it would be um, kind of a topic that they might actually be polar opposites on, and it would be hard for them to come together with it, so. Well, I mean, sometimes the opposites are correct. Sometimes they do, they, <laughs> sometimes they do. She's real shy, he's, he's a player, so it, it kind of did, but just not in the way that I originally intended. So yeah, you wouldn't think singers are shy. And I know a lot of them, they've just become butterflies on mm -hmm. the stage, but yeah. Yeah. And that's the way that, uh, Raven, uh, kind of was. she was kind of more manipulated by her manager, um, to be a certain way on stage. And, but she really wanted to just be herself in her private life. So, uh, it was fun doing that character. And a lot of people, um, not a lot of people, but I have had, I did have two comments where people were saying, um, that they didn't like her because they thought she was so passive and so such a pushover. I felt that a, a little bit. I'm like, I, I don't know, maybe just me. I wanted her to have a little more spunk. Yeah, there's a reason that she didn't have spunk though. The whole reason for her being the way that she was is, is that she had been kind of controlled 
um, her whole life from a very, very young age. And, uh, and I think it's very hard for people that are stronger women um, to recognize that that could possibly be happening in another person, but it's a very real thing. Um, I agree because I could not imagine giving control of anything to anybody right? else. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, and and there's so I thought that she was very realistic actually. In in she's just not like maybe somebody that's reading her that is a strong personality. She might not be their cup of tea because uh, because she has a long way to go. But ultimately, she is somebody that works hard to get there so but well, i totally get it and just a little parentheses i like reading historical books mm -hmm. historical romances some of them are the ones that put me to bed <laughs> the night. and i am a stickler for accuracy especially historical accuracy and a lot of times i get what a lot of the authors try to do but they try to use 21st century women in a 19th century setting and it's just not the same. Yeah. Okay, we're back. Uh, Charlie coming in to pick up the puppy. So, um, you know. Uh, all right, so characters and stuff. We, we were talking about Apollo and Poseidon and, and how they were the foundation builders and, uh, and then Raven and Finn and how they kind of correlate with the two of them. And here's the funny thing is that the, um, well, it's really at the beginning of book two, there's a conversation that happens at the beach with Dee, Finn, and Raven. And they're talking about how they have all these dreams and they're learning all of these things about the Greek gods and they, they don't really understand what's happening uh, to them, but they decide, oh, we've got to write this down. And so in doing so, Raven decides, well, let's put together a journal where we can write down, we'll write down who we are, we'll write down anything we think is pertinent uh, to what's going on, and then we'll, we'll, you know, they have a lot of dreams, we'll write down our dreams, we'll try to analyze the dreams, we'll, uh, it'll be just a place where we can collect all the information and make it into like a big journal. And so I was thinking, well, that would be a really great thing for people to have because Greek mythology is a really difficult thing. They're, they're all, everyone's it's, so... It's a complex thing it, because yes. there's so many gods. And they're all interconnected and, you know, and, and Zeus, like I said, he, he slept with everybody. So, that, you know, there's like all of this crisscross and, and where do all these gods come from? So, um, and, I, and here's a, a kind of a little behind the scenes thing with Sea Archer. When I first um, wrote it, I had a, a much longer prologue and that where I explained an awful lot about what was going on and how things were happening. And uh, my publisher really wanted the prologue to stay shorter. So they made me cut a lot of pages from it. So I wasn't able to uh, like fully express the whole thing. And, uh, and we wound up making that a choice for the book that the, that the first book was going to be one that was light on the Greek mythology and heavy on the romance story. Um, it, because the characters are just learning about this Greek world and stuff. So, Well, I kind of agree with your editor because when I read a book, I kind of want to, I mean, I need a little bit of setting to understand what's going on or why it's happening, where it's happening, but I don't want to spend too much time on that. I mm -hmm. want to go into the whole story yeah. and give me some action. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. Uh, so, well, with the, as, as the series progresses, each book, delves a little bit, or puts a stronger foot into um, the Greek world. The Greek world starts touching the modern world a lot more. So you do have to have a little bit of the background story, 
but um, and there is more of it in uh, Warriors because that was one of the things that people were saying is that there's just so much to Greek mythology. Um, I'd like to be able to understand it. So for people that pick up this book because of the Greek mythology, there might not be as much Greek mythology in this first book. Not in the first book. Uh, but yeah. as the series continues, and there are going to be what? How many books? Five? Six. Six. Six total. So there are going to be six books solo. There's mm -hmm. going to be more and more. I cannot wait for yeah. the last one. Oh, it's a big <laughs> one, too. I, book three <laughs> is already becoming a big one, but, uh, but uh, the sixth one... I do have it all figured out and I know what's going to be happening, but it's it's going to be a pretty big deal in the sixth one, so I'm excited. Well, I'm excited too. Mm -hmm. So if somebody wants to read it and they're like, oh, I don't know about mythology, I don't know if I want to read it because I don't understand it, I don't know anything about it, you have this book where you explain. Yes. It's an interactive book and mm -hmm. people can get it on your website. Yeah. Um, where you explain. Yeah. everything about the gods and their roles exactly and... right uh it's it's essentially written like a journal so it's it's done in a way that uh it's raven primarily uh putting together the book and then having them contribute to the characters contribute to the to the book as their story is told so um so it will actually be something that grows along with the series as well but uh, to get kind of that background scoop, how do the gods all relate to another genealogy chart? You know, oh my God. all of those kinds of cool. <laughs> there's a lot of arrows going all different directions. So, um, but also things like Tartarus. Tartarus is a a, a very uh, expansive place, and you've got kind of the hell division of, of Tartarus. And that's what people or typically that's that's more known about Tartarus. Yeah. It's a cold, dreary. Certain parts are yeah. like the the cold underlayer, and then you got the fields of asphodel, I believe is what they're called, and that's for the people who didn't quite measure up. I always <laughs> thought that was so interesting. It's like, yeah, you didn't quite do everything you're supposed to, so you just get to go to the fields, and you're just going to be stuck there. Um, and then there's also the uh, the Elysium, which is for the people who um, were the warriors or gods or, you know, that kind of thing where they've contributed uh, in a really significant way to society. They, go, they can go to the Elysium. And if you want, you can leave the Elysium and go back and relive your life and do that three times. And if you get, you achieve Elysium level every single time, you get to go to the Isle of the Blessed, which is kind of the one percenters for, you know, heroes and heroines and, and all of that stuff. Kind of like Mulholla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, People might know more about Norse mythology because there are all these Norse. Yeah series and yeah. movies there's a lot of series on, yeah. on the norse and you were talking about vampires yes. i feel like you know the vikings are yeah you know in norse mythology yeah exactly just as much as vampires yeah it's huge right now last kingdom vikings all of those different ones that are out there now but yeah so uh essentially that's so this book will kind of go into all of those different things little glossary of terms there'll be a lot of pictures there'll be uh, you'll get uh, an introduction into each one of the characters as they kind of come about and a um, little bit of backstory on them and that kind of thing too. So it is, uh, we'll, we'll be putting that on the website and um, you can get that. Uh, how are we going to do that? We're going to put that out. I think it will be a, a free thing, right? I think so. Yeah. So we'll, we'll put that out for content and if you, uh, you get the book, you can, you can get that. Yeah, and if you want to get it for free, you just forward us the receipt for 
Was he Archer? Oh, perfect. Yeah. Or the Warrior. Yeah. Any of the Heaven and Earth books by Jenny Hackman, if you purchase any of them, forward the receipt. Um, we're going to post the email somewhere in the description of this episode. Perfect. And because yeah. we have to figure out still which email we want to use for yeah. that. Um, yeah. And then we'll just forward you the book. Yeah. Might be able to, we need to make sure that we have the date for that because we are kind of still compiling that book. <laughs> so uh, I, I don't know if it will be complete by the time this airs or if it will be. We'll try to, we'll but if not, that. you know, if you want it, just forward us to your receipt. There you go. And when it's ready, it will mm -hmm. come to you. Yeah, mm -hmm. perfect. It will come to you. Perfect. Yeah. So um, let's talk about where the book is happening, all the settings and the places yeah. and the location. Yeah. So, uh, with uh <laughs> with sea archer i needed i wanted my guy to be a marine biologist because i wanted so each of the each of the gods it's their modern day ancestors and the modern day ancestors have a drop of the immortal um blood that's not i mean they have superpowers they don't have superpowers that they know of so maybe possibly that might come about but uh we don't we don't know that because so, uh, we've seen a lot of movies and books with descendants of some kind of god from some kind of culture. <laughs> and right. And some of them don't have any powers and some of them... Some of them do. And the prophecy, oh. the way that it's kind of worded is that um, it talks about this last drop of blood um, within the, the Greek gods. So the reason why they are descendants and there's still kind of like a, tr a trail or a little trigger of, of them in there... I was starting to think of like modern day things that if a if a Greek god was in the modern day, what kind of occupation would he would, would he be doing? And uh, and so for Poseidon, marine biologist was just like a no brainer. I didn't even have to think about it. Okay, well where do you we... mean the, the the god of the sea, the Aquaman? <laughs> Not Aquaman in modern world. No, although Finn does look like Aquaman, he is really hot, but. Uh, I figured, you know, he's so concerned about his sea world and his the creatures in the sea world and the water and the and all those things. Uh, so I I thought he had to be a marine biologist. I kind of like that idea. Well, there's very few places that marine biologists actually get to do their their thing, and uh, Hawaii is a big one. So it's a huge biosphere of of, of microbiology. So. Um, he, so he needed to live in, I wanted him to live in Hawaii. And so then it was like, well, okay, so if he's on Hawaii, he's on this little island, how in the hell is he and Raven going to meet? And she's a singer. Why would she be coming there? And, and all of those things. So, uh, Kauai did become a setting, uh, a kind of like another character, which I, I think all the books will also, each setting will also kind of be like a character in the book too. But I picked Kauai because it has, um, I think that's the island that has the most endangered species. So you have the Hawaiian monk seals, you have the turtles, and then there's like, oh gosh, so many other different creatures that are there. Flowers, trees, creatures, sea, land, all these different things that are endangered over there. And uh, it's pretty cool. So um that's why I chose Kauai. And then, of course, my husband and I decided we needed to go do some research on that. <laughs> <laughs> totally, I agree. <laughs> so we, we traveled over to Kauai, and, and I've, I've been to Hawaii, to Maui, and Oahu, and Kona, and I, I loved Kona, uh, the, the big island. 
And but Maui was to me very um, touristy, and Oahu was just like Seattle to me. So I didn't. Oh, really? It just seemed like it was very. It's very city. I'm a I'm a country girl, so I kind of like that. And so we hadn't been to Kauai, and I thought, okay, well, let's go there. And uh, half of it is a rainforest, and the other half is just like traditional Hawaii. And uh, on that traditional half is where the Hawaiian monk seals are and the turtles. I mean, they're everywhere, but they, they're really, they're kind of fun over there on Poipu Beach. Um, and uh, the Nepali coastline and everything about it was just so beautiful. I don't want to go anywhere else in Hawaii now. <laughs> I love it. It is so beautiful. A lot of movies have been filmed there. Ooh, speaking of movies, I cannot wait for this to be turned into a movie. <laughs> for real. Because as you were um, describing the you know, the settings and the island and the beach and everything, I could totally see it happening. Uh, I could totally see it happening. And that's, you know, a testament for you as an author because a lot of times when authors describe, some of them don't know how to describe it. I just don't know. Some trees. That's all, you know, are here on the trees. <laughs> Oh, that's nice. Thank you. Yeah. We could actually envision the location. Yeah. Which I thought is so cool. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Hawaii does play a little bit of a, a role in book two as well. Um, but it is where Raven, Finn, and Dee live. So, uh, yeah, you're going to probably be... So, is Hawaii going to appear again in any of the other books? Uh, probably. Yeah. Just because... Dee and Raven and Finn live there, okay. so um, if they are in any of those other books, which they may or may not be, uh, we'll probably be visiting them again. So. Do you know any of the locations for the future book? Mm. Uh, yes. Is <laughs> uh, the main the main settings for this series are Kauai, uh, Seattle, California, New York, and then eventually Greece. So, Ooh. are we to another research trip? We might need to do another research trip. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I definitely. That is that's actually a goal of mine. I want to go to Greece before the series is over, just because the one thing about writing is I I really like being authentic in it. So if I'm writing about something like the monk seals or whatever, I don't pretend to be an absolute, you know. Oh, you don't do Google Earth? <laughs> <laughs> well, I did, and that's how I knew that I wanted to go to Kauai. Yes. <laughs> uh, but I, I do like to be fairly, um, you know, confident in, in my in what I'm talking about. But uh, so I do do quite a bit of research, and it is one thing to do the research and go to Google Earth and look at it and look at the the streets and all that stuff. It's a whole other thing, especially oh, in I, Europe, to go there and just be. I totally agree. It's just different, and you have to feel the energy of the place to be able to describe it. Exactly. I, I think that's why I like the way you describe, you know, the settings and the places because you actually go to these places oh. and then you get the energy of the place, and thank that's you. why you can put a reader in the place oh, where it's you. happening. Yeah, it's 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 really fun to do that, and it's fun to travel anyway. So oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> hopefully you can do that soon. I hope so. Yeah, hopefully with COVID, hopefully we all get to start traveling again really soon. So, um, yeah, so that is that's kind of what's going on with the interactive book and the settings. So that's going to be for free for anybody that purchased any of the books in the Heaven Earth series. Yeah. And then, because it's a feature month, this month mm -hmm. of January for the Sea Archer. I think we should put it on sale. 
The sea archer. I think we should put that book on. Oh, okay. Let's do it. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> and then you also, I know we started some merchandise, which we haven't promoted much. But yeah. there's some uh, some cool stuff that Jenny has. And probably we're going to add some more too, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. I, I think when we see what people really are kind of interested in and, and liking and purchasing, um, we'll probably add more of that to uh, to the store. But yeah, we have Jenny's store and it's uh, it's... It's fun. We, we we're putting together books. We're putting together together bundles, um, where you have different swag items that were put together with uh, the books. We have autographed copies of the books. So um, if you go over to CelticButterflyPublishing.com, uh, and also to JennyHackman.com, oh, and there's a, yes, a store there, tab in the menu for there's, it. So let's do that one again. <laughs> so yes, if you go over to uh, JennyHackman.com or <laughs> Go over to JennyHeckman.com. <laughs> okay, so if you go over to JennyHeckman.com, uh, you'll see uh, the, my store on there, uh, but also Celtic Butterfly, there's a link there as well. Uh, so you can get some of those great items there, bundles, autograph copies, um, swag, all kinds of things uh, at the store. So. So let me ask you this, we, we talked when we planned this next year, we're going to feature certain times of the year, certain book. During the month that a book is featured, are we going to promote or have some kind of promos for any of these um, items that go with the books? Is oh, that something we're going to That's do? kind of a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like the idea of putting things together and creating... I like giveaways. I like I like things, and I and I like it when I when I've invested in a series and somebody cares enough to kind of keep me invested in it and and all of that. So yeah, I think that's a great idea to put together some kind of uh, just little extras. And Each things. month or whatever we do, I don't think we're doing it every month. Yeah, because we have other things coming up. Yeah, but, we've got a lot um, of different things. We're gonna do it pretty often. So if you like the series or any of the books that Jenny wrote. Yeah. Then come to the podcast, come to Jenny's website or social media because we're going to announce all these things ahead. Yeah, okay. yeah. well, and also the newsletter. I, You know, uh, people always wonder about whether or not they should have a subscribe to a newsletter or, you know, is it just going to be another extra thing in their, their mailbox or whatever. And uh, we, we don't inundate you with, with emails and things like that. I, I tend to do one big main uh, newsletter. Uh, and then uh, occasionally, occasionally, does... I will send out emails yes. uh, from Jenny's account if we have anything going on, like a giveaway or a promotion, a special promotion. Jenny does um, a monthly giveaway, which typically yeah. she ties that to her newsletter mm -hmm. at the beginning of the month. Um, but then she also has two huge ones throughout the year one in yeah. the spring, one in the fall. Yeah. One's coming up in April. Yeah. Yeah. So, the only time we'll, you will get more emails if there's something going on like this or something new is coming out. Yeah, yeah. And we don't have something new every month, but we have some new stuff coming out. We have a lot of new things coming up at the first part of the year. Uh, you know, there's going to be uh, audiobooks coming out for Sea Archer and for Warriors. Uh, but there's also, you know, the interactive book is coming out. We'll be giving out information about that, different sales that are coming up. I like this idea of bundling things together. Um, I yeah, mean, I, I think I would like, especially if I find a series that I like. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm also a visual person, and I like to have things that are visual. Yeah. But um, 
<laughs> she forgot. She forgot what she was gonna say. <laughs> oh, I, it's gonna be an exciting year. Um, we really do have a lot of things coming out. Uh, you know, lots of different format. Or, you know, the audiobook format, which you know, I'd love to take a poll and find out how many people actually read physical books versus eBooks versus audiobooks. I, I tend to do all three, um, but just lately because it's just easier. For I don't. Um, occasionally, I do physical. Um, it's just not as practical. Mm -hmm. Plus, you have to have the lights on, and I like to stay in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Jenna knows. She is from Transylvania. <laughs> I like to stay in the dark <laughs> and read. Yeah. So it's just yeah. the, the reflection yeah. from my iPad. Yeah. So I read a lot of, you know, um, e-books. Yeah, and I tend to do a lot more audio right now just because it is, uh, you know, we, we have a boat that's about an hour away and just driving up there, I, I you know, I tend to listen. Yeah, I, I, um, we, we do a lot of boating. I could not imagine myself reading on a boat. <laughs> okay, you know. <laughs> oh, well. Well, not while, while, while you're cruising. <laughs> yeah, not while you're cruising, no, no, no. So, yeah, and actually that was kind of fun. We just re did the book Releasing the Catch and, and uh, we did a giveaway where we're going to have uh, some really nice people come and hang out with Jeff and I on the, on the boat. You never know when Jenny might repeat it again. I'm just saying that. You may so not know. <laughs> you want to be on Jenny's newsletter for several reasons. One, she has the monthly giveaway for a gift card. Um, but then it's the first place where everything is announced. Yeah. Before social media, before anything. That's the first place where... You know the announcements are made and then you know we we have the interactive book yeah. um that started mainly for people on the newsletter and now we're going to give yep. it away to anybody that's purchasing yep the um uh, any of the books in the heaven and earth series it's also a way uh it's a great way that i can interact with uh you know my the people that read and follow me and things because uh, Dee's Cornucopia is another book that's going to be coming out in the uh, probably summertime, and uh, I really liked the way that this turn came about. As I asked people who they really wanted to know more about, and uh, Dee Taylor was the one that from the Sea Archer who goes on to also. Be if you read a Sea Archer, she you can you can see her, you can imagine and picture her. <laughs> yeah, She's you great. have a visual a perfect visual of who she is. Yeah, and you know. Just read the book. She's very interesting. She's she's and actually not interesting. She's fun. She's actually the loudest character. I can't. I when when uh, it's a time to write a scene on her. I I can't write a scene about anyone else because she just is really really loud. It's 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 very funny uh, how she how she manifests. <laughs> but anyway, my point to that was that uh, the the readers were the ones that actually said that she was the one they wanted to read about. So. Uh, Dee's uh, Cornucopia is coming out in the summertime and it's going to be a, um, it's a novella, so it's not as long as a, one of the full length uh, books, but yeah. And then the- That's exciting. Yeah. So there's going to be another book. And the third okay. book. Yeah. That one's a, a it, that one's getting very meaty. It's going to be very, um, it's, a, it's challenging, but it's fun. It's a fun challenge. And Do you hear you say you're going to release them next year? I want it released. Uh, I'm hoping, I, you know, realistically, I'm thinking it will probably be November, December ish. Um, okay, so before the end of the year. I'm for hoping, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll so have to crack the whip in this special. Right? You're going to have to, like, Jenny, get back to writing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But we, I am really excited about this, the podcast and, and uh, doing more videos and things like that. It, uh, we we want to change a lot of things coming up this year. Uh, 
you know, I do Jenny's Tattletales and uh, that arrived from a position of just having a platform where people can come that are writers that can come and, um, and show off their stuff because it, there isn't a ton of great opportunities you know, well, there are, but there's not. So it, I, it's, I wanted it to be in a way that um, can be a little bit more modernized. And I love this idea, this platform of doing video and, and or podcasts and just talking with the authors rather than just doing all the print on my website and all of that. So, I mean, it's okay. I read a lot. At the same time, I don't read every word. Yeah. Uh, and I know a lot of people like to listen do things mm -hmm. um so then why not you know let them choose which format they want to yeah get you know their content yeah i really like that idea so so um what kind of authors can sign up oh for this? yes uh so he, here's what i i have traditionally done with jenny's tattletales is i've had um across genre uh group of authors that that come on uh that i promote However, I, this year I am switching it up a little bit. I do want it to be more paranormal, fantasy, sci-fi kind of authors, just because I think it's important to support um, authors in general. But it, you know, when you're when you're writing a specific genre, you know, most people that are that are going to be coming to my website aren't coming because they want to uh, read about you know historical fiction necessarily or like erotica or like but they're coming to mine because they know that I write paranormal romance and so um, if you like my books you probably would like other paranormal ro romance books and so that's or or the like so I, I that's why I'm kind of uh, keep it down to just paranormal sci-fi fantasy kind of writers um, so that's that's how I think we're gonna do it this year. Yeah, we're gonna switch it up a little bit. Yeah, um, we're gonna do podcasts. We're gonna do some podcasts, yeah. Uh, and we hope the authors are comfortable doing that <laughs> in video. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what happens there. That's yeah. It's, it's gonna it be took a little bit to convince Jenny to do this, but well, hey, yes. here she is. Yeah. And if you can. Teach an old horse. Gosh, you tricks. Now she's old. I am old. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm just saying, you weren't born yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, so yes, yesterday I, I did uh, uh, my very first podcast where I was the guest, and it, it was, it's really so Maybe fun. you were born yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was my birthday. Uh, no, so it is, it's, it is a really interesting forum, and I, and I, I do like it. My thing is, is I am, I tend to be an introvert, like most writers, and, uh, and so getting up in front of people and talking and doing that stuff is nerve wracking. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that are out there listening and, and watching this video that uh, could, uh, you know, relate to that. You know, it's not something that's really I easy. I agree, done. but at the same time, we open your eyes to this yes. and your whole world to this podcast, yes. and me and Candace. Yes. And maybe you can inspire other authors and maybe they actually like it more than anything else. Yeah. And... Just from marketing point of view, you can repurpose this content in so many ways. Yeah. Uh, and so much, I think it's less time consuming than actually writing up something. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, yeah. that's another reason why maybe authors should do it. Yeah. Or I think they should do it. Not maybe for sure they should do it. But again, you have to be comfortable with it. And you have to be able to embrace mm -hmm. and, you know, think from a business standpoint, not just, you know, a writer standpoint. Yeah. Well, in videos, I so I I get kind of nervous with it, but at the same time, I think with each one, I'm getting a little bit 
better. I mean, I'm not, it's taking me a little bit of time, but I don't think it'll take much time to kind of get a little bit more comfortable knowing no, it, it it's, gonna, and, it's not going to be an hour long unless you want to. Yeah. Um, we will try not to because, you know, uh, we know everybody's busy. We know you have to write. Jenny has to write. Yeah. There's so much time <laughs> uh, with this, but it's going to be a forum where you should be you should be comfortable. You should be you. You should be, you can talk about whatever you want that's related to your book and your work. Mm -hmm. um, and it should be a safe place and hopefully everybody's going to embrace it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Okay. So that is Sea Archer. That is what we're, what we got coming up and um, I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited just this next year. I'm ready to get out of 2020. I think most people are ready to get out of 2020 and uh, just, just move on to bigger and better things. And uh, so. Yeah, so we'll don't forget to go to Jenny's website to get an autographed copy of this book. Or you can also order it from Amazon if you don't want an autographed copy, whichever. Yeah. Forward us your receipt, you will get the interactive book with the green guy. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Okay, so we will see you next time. Next time. Okay, I think that's gonna wrap it up for Jenny's Tattle Tales today. I hope you have an absolutely splendid day and I wanna really thank you for joining me and I hope to hear from you and see you next time.